Welcome to the Day at Indy. This is a delightful Tuesday, May 14th evening. Sun has already set. Speaking of suns, a very fast sun, Connor Daly is with us for the very first Day at Indy with Indy 500 practice to speak about, presented to us by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. How are you, Mr. Connor Daly, decked in all kinds of airforce.com gear? Uh, well, someone mentioned to me that the first day of practice that I did last year, we did no laps. So I did 99 today, which is nice. Um, but yeah, man, I'm feeling good. Uh, a little tired now after day one, you know, nice to, I mean, I never got out of the car this morning and never got out of the car this afternoon. So you can't complain at all. I recall being in your pit box last year and you standing on the pit wall and looking down, wondering why <laughs> the driver of the car was there, but the car for the driver wasn't there. So I'd say we're definitely, we're batting a thousand so far. Looking at speeds and such, 19th on the overall speed chart, 14th on the no-toe list in your Andretti Autosport Honda. Give us some insights about this first full day at Indy practice as a member of this kind of raging monster of Indy success. Yeah, well, honestly, like, most of the morning we were in the top five and then most of the morning we're in the top 10 when people started really going for it. So like, uh, the, this morning we really wanted to go out there and try and find a couple cars to get a good, good, you know, big lap in and kind of get a, get a good, good run with some traffic. But we literally could not find it to save our lives, which is sort of normal for, for me, (laughs) whenever we want to try and go fast, we can't really find the right situations to do that. Connor but, needs um, a friend. Hashtag Connor needs a yeah, friend. Yeah, it was just weird. Um, but it was, it was, you know, it, it was fine. I, I mean, we were hoping to do that in the afternoon, but we wanted to commit to a uh, pretty substantial change for the afternoon, and, and we did, um, and I hated it. So the whole afternoon, we just had to kind of drive around with that and try to make it work and just couldn't do it. So it didn't really suit my style. Zach, Zach and Marco didn't like it either. So, um, but they were able to get off of it, but I sort of, we, we didn't have enough time to go back and, 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 and change it. So, um, you know, it is what it is. We, we sort of found out something that I didn't like, which is fine. And then we weren't able to drop a big lap there when everyone was kind of doing it at the end of the day, which is, which is fine. And, you know, when we did our fastest lap of the day, I mean, I'm lifting, I'm all over the place. I mean, so it's like, you know, so I think the car actually has quite a lot of speed, which is which is really encouraging. Um, you know, even when the car was, you know, really sort of diabolical, what I thought at the end of the day, um, you know, we were still in the middle of packs and still running with people and still able to sort of feel it out. And so that, that would have never happened last year. Uh, or so, so, so it was nice. It was nice to be able to, you know, have that, uh, you know, in our back pocket for tomorrow when we obviously go back to what we liked and, uh, and then continue going from there. Share with folks, Connor, about how, Today's opening day of practice. We only have a couple of days of practice before we all have to go qualify and try and make the show. You'd hope that every change, everything on your engineer's list is just going to be a positive. It's going to add. There's also the process of elimination. It's not as if you know the change isn't going to Mm -hmm. work, but part of getting a car to where you need it to be is the, nope, that sure as heck ain't it. Yeah. It's an accepted part, even though frustrating. Well, I mean, there there was a reason why they wanted to run this certain change, right? There was a, there was a specific reason that if we could get away with it and if we could make it work, it would be good, but it wasn't. So, so, so for me, you know, it, uh, just you know, some things suit my driving style, some things don't, and and we we sort of know um, 
you know which which direction to go. I think now, which is nice. Um, but yeah, in a, in a big team, you know, we got all drivers changing certain things and trying different things. And some of it worked for some of those guys today, and some of it didn't. Um, so yeah, I think I think that it's nice to at least be able to come back to the meeting and say, hey, here's what I thought, and here's what these guys thought, and at least some of the other guys were sort of confirming what I thought, which is nice. Um, you know, at least I wasn't on an island. Um, so, so yeah, it's just day one, you know what I mean? It's just day one of, of figuring things out, um, and, and, and trying to, you know, get to where we want to be come Friday. Let's talk about this engineering meeting. They've become somewhat famous with Andretti Autosport. There are great photos that all the shooters take usually at the end of the day with four, five, six drivers all huddled together around a timing stand. Obviously, you don't do all the debriefing there. The real in-depth stuff takes place yeah. back in an engineering trailer in the uh, garage in the engineering office. What's that like, knowing that you've been in and around the team this year, obviously, but this is your first time to plug in with a Ryan Hunter Ray, Rossi, etc., and share thoughts, receive feedback from them? I don't know if I can really think of any time you've had more than maybe two teammates in an environment like that. What was this one yeah. like? Well, you know, last year there was four cars, uh, but it wasn't really as a receptive environment. It was really just kind of two that were doing their own thing, um, which I understood. Um, but I think all these guys have accepted the fact that I think like they know that I could be a, a good teammate, which is cool. And and that, and and I certainly know that they're all really good teammates. Um, so it's 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 been fun to be accepted into that environment and and uh, you know people asking me what I think of things, um, you know, which is cool. So. Um, uh, I I just I look forward to you know today was obviously a little bit different considering we had to s- separate the day for the you know the ROP and rookies so uh, I think tomorrow will be the fact that you know or, or more of a day where we see us all huddling in pit lane right and, and sort of talking about um, you know some stuff because uh, you know we know it's going to be that six hours of just running sure so uh, so yeah so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it progresses um, but I'm excited to you know, be a part of that process. Right. And, and we know already day one that I think we've got some, you know, we've got some speed in this machine, uh, which is cool. Um, I think we've, we've sort of established where we think each manufacturer is as well when it comes to easy speed. Um, and we might be struggling a little bit there, but, uh, but you never know, you never know what happens as, as, uh, as the day, as the days progress. Let's get one more topic here before we go to the questions that were sent in. Your primary sponsor in Air Force, a little bit different, I would say, than maybe some of the full-time drivers who have year-long activation plans, etc. This is an event where you need to just absolutely maximize everything for them, not just to make sure they go home happy with your month of May efforts, but hopefully to strengthen that relationship even more. What's this month going to be like for you being a race car driver slash representative slash promoter slash obligation filler? I think it's going to be intense. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot, honestly. Even, even you know, with the way it is now where we're running 11 to 6, right? Like, it's hard to schedule things. You know, even tomorrow I'm trying to schedule something for, like, 10 a.m. sharp because, like, you know, we want to be out at 11 a.m. ready to go. And, and, uh, I didn't get out of the car at all today. So, you know, and then, you know, we were, we, you know, we were trying to organize this and I'm like, Hey, it's, it's almost nine o'clock. And I'm like, I'm like, I sort of want to sit down, <laughs> but I haven't, you know, I haven't been able to just kind of sit and relax and look at really anything yet, except for when we were in our meetings. So, 
you know, it, it, it's fun to be a part of that, but you just got to make sure you stay ahead of that mentally. And, and, um, and, uh, and I, th- I think we'll be able to do that, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's no different from, you know, you know, when it, when it gets busy, any race weekend, right. You just got to, you know, compartmentalize things and, uh, and, and I'm prepared to do that. This is just day one. So once you get through this day, you'll figure out, all right, tomorrow, um, you know, when you don't separate the day, there will be downtime, you know, we're not going to be running at three thirty to, you know, four, you know I mean? Like there's going to be time where we're, you know, it's going to get warm or something's going to happen and you're just going to be down making changes. And, and, uh, and that'll be the times where you can be like, all right, you know, we're just kind of hang out for here for a little bit. As someone with a fine background in hooning, <clears throat> did you get a chance to see Colton Herta's spin coming off of turn two? As I mentioned to him, it's a very Colton Herta type thing, right? Didn't hit anything, totally fine, and he's you know still P five or P four. <laughs> I said to him, I said, "Look, you know this car running P five today. Yeah, it might be good for running the Indy five hundred. That's a pretty crappy setup for drifting, though, man. <laughs> so, uh, any thoughts there? What where would, on a one to ten scale, what would you give that little?" Uh, Attempted oh, drift there. I, I respect it. Okay, I respect just it. a I think respect. It's like, That's good. I don't. I don't think I've. I was like, we were talking about uh, something in the meeting and um, like getting up to speed or whatever, and it was sort of like just going off the fact. He's like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, but uh, just watch the old pit exit there, hey pal. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was kind of one of those moments where, um, I, we. I. I thought about. I was like. How, how is this uh, warm-up lane in turn, in turn two the next time I went out? And I was like, that's not that bad, but it's a little sketchy okay. when you're trying to get up to speed. So I get it. Right. And I get it. And he's a rookie, so you got to find those things out, right? Hopefully you pants him or something to teach that rook. All right, let's start off with the, the questions for you here. we got a, a good handful of them, then we're going to get you off to dinner and a nap. Uh, Adam Corlett says, on a scale of 1 to 10... How worried should Fernando Alonso fans be about the problems <laughs> McLaren appear to be having? He said, is it a one, no bother, triple crown is in the bag, or a 10, oh God, they won't even make the field. I won't ask you to necessarily rate Fernando because that might not be too nice. <laughs> you guys are going to be in driver's meetings at some point. Um, at least from this end, although I didn't get the story done in time to post, and who knows, maybe since we're already into practice, maybe I've, I've missed that window, but... I did have a note of just kind of things to think about as we're heading into the first week of practice for the 500. Uh, I did have a note that said, uh, do not, absolutely do not underestimate the challenge facing McLaren Racing right now. If anything, Connor, I think they, they are presented with an issue of the name Fernando Alonso, brings many things to mind most of them success the name mclaren racing although recently in f1 no but we know historically this is an amazing team jill deferrin we can run down a big list where you put all these names together and they seem to add up to absolute world dominance watch out Mm -hmm. we're going to take over things in reality it's a team that's been put together with a lot of different parts not everybody has worked together it's not necessarily a super smooth organization a lot of teething pains I think you might have seen this or gotten an impression as well that this looks more like a rookie team coming to Indy for the first time than any of those big names I just mentioned. I almost think we should forget that part and kind of look at them for what they are. Yes. Rocking up the first time. Well, I I even saw Bob Fernley, uh, you know, who we obviously saw as, you know, 
Force India team principal doing all the big big wig interviews and stuff like that. I saw him moving like pit wall gantries today, you know, or like it's, and it's like, you know, there's there's stuff that's going on that I think. Uh, yeah, it's a new team, and they don't have all the things that you know these teams have had for years, right? They're 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 setting up things that is all new, and I think, you know, I I would almost say I think from the outside I would, I would almost I would almost, you know, say, why not lean on Carlin a little bit more, right? Like or lean on that team that you were you're going to be paired with, right? Or at least at least have a relationship with. Um, because I think that's very important, but uh, but I can also see obviously why they they might not want to do that, right? Because they're they want to do their own thing, and and hopefully we would love to see them back here full time running one, two, three, however many cars they want to run. You know what I mean? Um, and, and and that would be awesome. And I guess there's no better way to do that than get your feet in the mud and, get, and let's you know let's start working. Um, I I do think the way we see things right now is I think their manufacturer is quite strong overall when it comes to raw speed. So, so that's good. I think that'll help them. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, that's just, you know, it's just going to be interesting. This is just day one. I don't think we can judge anything, but, uh, it is going to be a steep hill to climb for everyone. I think come, um, you know, you, you look at the timesheets today, and you see some of the names that are that are back down the list a little bit that will not be there. Yeah, they, they, we, we know there's some good people that are down there. Um, Sage Karam for sure. Obviously, that kid is really good, and I think there's you know there's no reason to think he's not going to be coming up the timesheets quite a lot here very soon. Um, Oriol Servia, obviously, uh, you know there's guys down there. Um, you know that are going to be up there. So, so where does that leave you? You know what I mean. Where where does that leave us? It's 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 going to be really interesting um, to see how it progresses come Thursday. Uh, that that'll be an interesting day for sure. And there are a lot of talented people there. That's the one thing we know for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of talent. Really, not people. a question yeah. no. of talent. It's a question of. Uh, I, I use the NBA as as a way to describe this just because that's how my simple brain works is we've seen teams connor where you go oh my goodness look at the star all-star all-star all but do they know how to play together yet yes and until yeah. they do it doesn't matter how many all-stars you have yeah i think that's kind of the phase we're in here where can this group of highly talented people come together in a ridiculously short amount of time yes to get in the show on saturday hopefully and if not sweat their behinds off for the last row the lcq <laughs> yeah the last chance qualifying sunday morning that to me yeah. that's the thing that compressed yeah. time frame so i just love that we're asking the question i know i, I really do because i think i think it's it really uh is a fascinating um lead up to qualifying because i think everyone's going to be in that in that boat of who is going to be that group they of people? Earn it. You know what I mean? I think yeah, it's going to be an earning type of situation. Everyone's going to have to earn it for sure. Great question here from Paul Cruper, Connor. When are you going to get uh, to junk that Subaru and buy a Civic Type R? At least it wouldn't blow up all the time. You've just got this reputation of a junky Subaru. I'm not saying it's always accurate, but you know, hey, it's running right now. Okay, it's running. It's in my garage. Uh, because thankfully, Dreyer Reinbold, Dennis Reinbold, gave me a car to use. So He's a good thank man. you, great man, great great group of people over there. Scott, his his uh, his guy over there at the dealership, great group of people. Um, so I'm good for now. I'm good for now. And honestly, an influx of cash helps all of these situations, right? It, uh, but I, yeah. So so just let me get through this month, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> 
Very important question here from Kyle Lakato says, will you be at the at Slushy Music tomorrow night? I don't I know do what not that think is. So. I didn't know Slushy was going to be here. Don't think I have time. Okay. It is it is literally after nine right now, and I haven't even so much as sat down in my bus to look at the television. So I would say no. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna speed up the uh, old process here. Saying good evening to uh, Donald Davidson, of course. Uh, Sam Blakey asks, Marshall, have you seen a more intense opening day of practice at Indy than today? I got to admit, jumping straight out the box. All four Penske cars just towing like mad, weaving in and out. Our boy Rossi, who is just carving people up. I mean, yeah, easing into things? Hell no. Yeah, you'd never want to ease into things here, I don't think. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was really just funny to see kind of Elio go out there and just just absolutely throw a massive lap up there early. I mean, heck, we're almost doing 229, or we were doing 229, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, 28, like, almost right away. If you're knocking on the door at 230 already, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, it's really interesting. Though. I mean, are we going to see that type of speed for, for, for qualifying? Or I, the way the traffic running looks, certainly from my perspective, I think we are still struggling with some of the stuff that we struggled with last year, but the cars do seem to be towing a little bit better up to each other. So, And for the, the wicker, the, the gurney additions and such that were added, the the modest change compound-wise to the, the front Firestone and such, these are incremental changes there was no yeah, wholesale yeah. oh huge reaction to last year again these are yeah. in- incremental things so i don't know if anyone should expect vastly different outcomes yeah like i like i don't know if we're gonna when the cars are all by themselves you know i don't know if we're gonna be like looking for, for new track record type speeds but like the cars are going fast so like when we come to qualifying and you know if it's 80 degrees then, you know, we're not going to be talking about, you know, 234, 233 type stuff. But uh, but right now in these conditions today, which is obviously very fast, we're already at 229, which is <laughs> wild. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there lifting and, and cruising around and I'm not even happy with anything. And you're like, oh, shoot, we're doing 227 almost. That's wild. You know what I mean? I never would have thought we would be at that level yet. So um, it's kind of cool to see that. I think I think that's that's nice that everyone is going quite quick already. I think that's going to be fun to see as we progress through the week and see what the weather does. Two questions here on buffeting, then one final one, and we are out the door. John Sable, we'll just roll it into this one here. Uh, Brendan, also thank you for sending in yours. John says, where is the head buffeting concern level at for you? Is it just annoying or is it possibly unbearable thinking about 500 miles? So maybe we'll talk a little bit about how, say, your little mini windscreen different than what I saw in a lot of others uh, where she didn't have the full extension wrapping around the cockpit seemed a little bit higher in the middle. I know some drivers have been really trying to wedge their helmets into the surround. There's this old timey rule where the rear helmet wickers that are very effective are no longer allowed. Just share with folks this kind of weird, Hey, I'm just want to drive the car, but now we have this advanced frontal protection device. That's kind of given us a new variable to solve. Well, I think everyone still just assumes my buffeting is bad because they saw it at the test. I mean, I had no issues today, I don't think. So, I mean, I, I, I think no major issues today, but we are definitely struggling with buffeting still, all the drivers. I think, like, Ryan, for sure, was was not happy with, with the way the, the buffeting was. Um, I still, when, when we're in three, four car toes, um, 
it does in, in, in like big traffic runs, there mm. is a lot going on, but you sort of started to get used to it. But when you really think about it, it's like, huh, this is still not awesome. Um, but it's not like my head is now like my entire spinal column is like frozen because I'm so sore, you know what I mean? After the day that we added the test. So, um, I think the buffeting is certainly an issue caused purely by the AFP, right? Okay. I guess there's no doubt about that. Um, but like we obviously know we have to get used to that. So, uh, there are things being done with the ro- windscreens. Obviously we're all going to test them, uh, and continue to work on that. But uh, I wasn't necessarily struggling with it as much as I would have thought today. So Andy Merrick, whose question is going to close this episode of The Day at Indy, asked something on a similar theme, talking about um, how you felt running in traffic. Any improvements in general stability, wakes coming off of cars, doing anything differently? Again, I know there were some little changes to notching the front wing, uh, the ends of the front wings to try and reduce some stalling and such. Just curious if and what you felt in a tow. Um, I think when there's one car, very easy to pass. Here we go. That's great. But when there's a big train of cars, um, I think there's a lot of people uh, still struggling with it. I would say maybe less of a struggle than last year, I think overall. But um, yeah, I, th- I still think there was a lot of different inconsistencies in what people were running, you know, tire life wise and arrow wise. And I was certainly in our camp, um, you know, we, we were sort of certainly all over the map when it comes to where we trying to trim or were we not trying to trim and run by ourselves, you know what I mean? Uh, so it's, it's, there's, there's still a lot to be thought about, uh, when it comes to, um, you know, what are we going to do when it comes to the race, are we going to have a good race? I, I, I don't think we can judge it yet. You know what I mean? I think I think it is a better package now. I think we're we're wrapping our heads around it a little bit better now. And I, I certainly um, don't think we can, you know, be really like, oh, my gosh, is this going to be terrible type of a thing? Because it's not. I think it's a, an improvement for sure overall. Andy's last question is for me. Just ask what stood out to me today, what seemed interesting uh, I, other than the obvious cool things that we saw of some big speeds being put up and whatnot, I will admit, I wrote a little story about this, about Hinch testing all four of the Aerosmith Peterson <laughs> or all yeah. three of theirs, plus Jack Harvey's Meyer Shank entry as well. I know that they did that for a very good reason to try and benchmark all four, make sure from a tuning standpoint, nothing was awry. So if there is anything found globally, something found on Erickson's car could potentially be tried on hinges and we'd know it should be a like for like easy to work from. I will admit that there's a little something in my stomach that doesn't sit too easily knowing that of this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice, Friday boost qualifying's coming up pretty quickly. I don't, there's something about me that says I hate the fact that I'm staring at the fastest of the four combined Aeroschmidt Peterson Motorsports slash Meyershank racing cars. The fastest was 23rd. All four cars combined were 23rd or lower, knowing that this day where this experiment, which is valuable, I'm just, I'm all about time management here and saving. And you go, I hope this pays off. Cause if not, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, did we burn valuable time when we should have been cranking away, looking at the four Penske cars, for example, the minute we went green, they were in a train working on race day setup. So that was the one thing that stood out. The other last thing quickly, Andy, is I don't know what kind of dance we need to do for Pato Award, 
but his number 31 Chevy has not been very friendly here, at least at Indianapolis, with a variety of mechanical issues and electrical issues and whatnot. So uh, hopefully he can come out and play and finish his ROP tomorrow. He didn't finish that? No. Really? He got 14 laps total today. Really? Yeah, car was not... Uh, Car was grumpy. Oh wow! I I, I had no idea. Yeah, Honestly, so, I, I, I so, feel like you just sort of look at things and you're like, "Oh, he did a certain speed. I'm sure he's fine now." But I, I had no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> practice starts tomorrow at eleven. They're actually going green at ten twenty specifically for him to finish his ROP. Just Ho- him. Hopefully, yes. Did Hanley finish all of his stuff? Well, I'm sorry that I we're take just that having back. this conversation no, no, no. Hey, on everything, know, but this is good I stuff. Think so <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything about Hanley for tomorrow morning, but if so, then that's okay. just my ignorance but yeah so there's a little bit of an exception there very so, interesting then um last and most important question what's for dinner well honestly like don't say hot pockets i, I totally respect andretti's situation because they had dinner for us as soon as the session was over because i think they knew that we were going to be sitting in the engineering office till like eight thirty. so uh, i have eaten however i am also now starving again because i think that was like right up to the session where you're like just craving food but now you're like you were still burning calories at that point because you were driving a lot. So I don't know. I'm going to go sit down and just uh, think about the day and uh, and see what happens. I had a uh, Cliff's Bar about four hours ago just saying, should I bring a plate for my pal MP? You know, oh, I have no food over there, but I, <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. I see how it is. All we'll kidding see. aside, Connor, thanks for uh, taking some time here, man. I know it's been a long day for you, but uh, also thanks for being the first guest on our official start to the month of May here, the real start to the month of May on the uh, little day at Indy brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. We'll be back tomorrow with, I have no idea. Hey, thank you. No problem. <laughs>